Hey, hey, this is Donna Price. Welcome to Visionary Womenpreneurs Radio, where we interview visionary women making a difference in the world. Womenpreneurs that have a vision bigger than just themselves, that are impacting their families, their communities, and the world at large. At Visionary Womenpreneurs, we bring women together to connect, collaborate, and celebrate, and make a difference. We focus on womenpreneurs that are impacting the world in six big ways, ending poverty, empowering women, increasing and improving education and access to education, girls and youth empowerment, the environment and climate change, and entrepreneurship. I welcome you to Visionary Womenpreneurs Radio and hope that you find the different women that we interview inspiring and that you take action to change your world. You too can connect with the Visionary Womenpreneurs. Join our Facebook group at facebook.com backslash groups backslash Visionary Womenpreneurs or visit our website at visionarywomenpreneurs.com. And I look forward to having you be part of our community to make a difference and change the world in positive ways. Hey, hey, Donna Price here. I am thrilled to have you joining me for Visionary Womenpreneurs Radio. And today I have another incredible guest, Diana Pollock. She's the president and founder of Artware, and she started Artware 25, 28 years ago to fulfill a need for fundraisers supporting art departments in public schools. As community needs grew, Diana grew Artware to meet them. In time, this passion also gave rise to programs with a global reach. Artware works to create change in the world through the universal language of art. Their programs take charitable giving to the next level with mission-driven initiatives expressed through the creation of art tile walls that educate and connect communities, raise funds, and enhance the lives of all involved. And now with social distancing, they have created a new initiative called Color Our World to meet the new normal of gathering. Please join me in welcoming Diana Pollock to Visionary Womenpreneurs Radio. Okay, here we go again. Diana, welcome to Visionary Womenpreneurs. I am so thrilled to have you here and to be talking with you today. Welcome. Thank you so much, Donna. Thanks for having me. Well, I know that um, I reached out to you because I saw that you were doing something that I thought was just really cool in this time of everybody being home and um, figuring out how to kind of live in this new reality that we're all in with the pandemic. And I wanted to talk to you because I love your business model anyway and the work that you're doing. And so I just thought it was really innovative. So let's start with Artware's original like mission, like what you mm-hmm started off doing and then we'll talk about what you're doing right now in the pandemic great thanks so much so we actually started artware 28 years ago um and it was um, a fluke 
uh, it was a project that my uh, daughter and husband were going to do for their Indian princess tribe. And it was a Sunday night at like 10 o'clock and Nell was five. And we needed to come up with a project or they were supposed to come up with a project for what they were supposed to do, but mommy got roped into helping them. And so at the time I was doing outsource lab work for photography studios. So I had this very cool heat transfer um, equipment to transfer mostly photographs and imagery onto fabrics and textiles. And there were no computers back then. So this was like a kind of a magical process still. And so we came up with this concept that the girls would draw their names, draw, draw, sorry, draw pictures of what their Indian tribe meant to them. And we added the tribe name and their name onto t-shirts. And a month later, we surprised them with this. And it was purely like, it was magical. These girls' faces lit up. They saw their art on a product. It was not like now where you can go to every kiosk in the mall and online yeah. to order these things. And so we very quickly looked at that and said, I think we might have something here. And I, um, I was always about art and philanthropy. Those are two sort of stables for me in my life. I went to art school for college. I had mom and grandma that only did philanthropic work as their work. It was something that I thought women do. But I also was in a position to um, you know, earn an income and I wanted to build an empire and do more than they had done. You know, it was the early 80s yeah. and we had to do it all and be mommy. So, <laughs> um, and I had remember being appalled that the art teacher had sent home a candy order form because she needed to buy, do a fundraising, um, fundraiser for the art department. And she was looking to um, raise money by us buying candy. Yeah. And so it was like, whoa, wait a minute. So literally within a week, I had a girlfriend who was a graphic designer come to the house. We did some brainstorms and we came up with this company where we would go and I would go into schools and um, have the art teacher make art with their kids. And then we would give them order forms that would go home to mom and dad. And then mom and dad can purchase not just t-shirts. We had mugs and bags and note cards and all kinds of things. And everyone's probably shaking their head going, yeah, 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 I have a mug or I have a magnet. Because we grew from this kitchen table idea to um, working nationally for 20 some odd years. Wow. And it was a beautiful run. We were one of top five in the country that were doing this. I found out six months into it that I had competition and people were like, oh no, you have competition. And I'm like, so happy to hear that this may not be a pair-brained idea and that there's other people doing this. So it was really cool. Um, so computers came along and 2008 came and the whole climate for fundraising changed. And it was a lot harder for us to make money. Schools wanted more and more from fundraising companies to give them free, free, free. And right. profits went down, down, down. And we were basically... I was feeling as if we were running a commodity program. There was no more um, of that, well, my child's artwork is special. It, it just didn't have that feel any longer. And so I knew it was time to pivot. And so I pivoted to working with nonprofits, which had been, that business had been creeping into my universe. Going back to that need to be philanthropic, helping nonprofits that were mostly child focused to help them raise money and raise awareness with our tiles, which became one of our main products out of all the products we offered, transferring art onto tiles. So we still work with schools. We create legacy tile walls. We work with nonprofits and we do fundraisers. We do donor recognition programs. And yes, in 2012, I decided now that my kids are a little bit grown, I visualized going um, international and global and we did. And we've traveled to Cambodia and Rwanda and 
Nepal and Haiti and many cool places with our tiles. And it's always used to raise funds for an initiative, usually to build a school in one of these countries or to buy books. And we then started publishing books. And traveling the world is wonderful and going to these countries. I've always wanted to be an ethnographic photographer. So here I am in these amazing third world countries with just, it's just like, you feel like they're there just for your, like you don't realize that this exists all the time. And I learned so much and grew so much and my heart filled up, but realized I needed to like get back to what also makes us money. So a pivot again, we went into the uh, space of team building and working with adults. That was also somebody said to me, hey, I'm looking for a creative team building program. Is there anything you have? And I'm like, well, you know, we've been working with children all along, but why can't we work with adults to make art? So for the last few years, we've been growing our business of our artware charitable team building program where we do just that. We go in, we facilitate art making. The art is um, made knowing that there is a nonprofit in mind that the corporation has decided to support. And we'll, we will, after the fact, meaning artware, create tiled tables, murals, wall installations, so that their art lives on. There becomes a charitable component. Corporations are sort of lumping this into sort of their CSR requirements and employee engagement, team building. It's been great. Nice. So that's where we, how we got to where we are. And then come six weeks ago, seven weeks ago, we've lost track, right? Of like how how long, long have we been it, here <laughs> right you know it's like was it 30 days as september april june and november all the rest have 31 except for march as 5000 i heard something like that and right. it's like so perfect but anyway um we realized that our tagline is gather create do good and so we could no longer gather the way we were gathering. We could create and we could do good, but how do we revisit the idea of gathering with social distancing in place and um, businesses working remotely and all and schools shut down and nonprofits canceling events and galas. Um, and at the when this seemed like so long ago and it was just a few weeks ago, I was um, talking with my daughter who's an event producer and she went from traveling the world to being at home. Yeah. And we we're looking at the similarity, like she's about ga gathering, like hers all about events. I'm all about events. So Diana, tell me about like how your company pivoted in the pandemic since you're about gathering, your daughter's business is about gathering and now we're all not gathering in person. <laughs> exactly. That was a challenge. Um, so as you um, mentioned, so my daughter is an event producer and was traveling the world and I am working with corporations, schools and nonprofits, all who have now since has stopped gathering and we were having this conversation about, well, what's going to happen with our businesses now that we can't come to places and that's what we do. So we were talking about um, the idea of virtual gathering, which led to some really amazing brainstorming. And within um, three weeks, we were able to launch a brand new platform. We hired animators and copywriters and 
dug in deep and Nell had time because she wasn't traveling to partner up with me to offer Color Our World. And what this basically is, is a way for us to invite people to come gather, whether they're home together in the social distancing or they come together via um, Zoom and other platforms so that they can create art to get creative, to then donate, to do good in the world. And it was important for me to offer a program at this time when people are learning to homeschool their children, learning how to all live in a space together, spouse, kids, you know, all ages, cooking three meals a day, totally being super women, super men, like everything, there was nothing normal, right, about our lives now. So how could I ask people to do something where um, they have to pay money and think about it? I just wanted to offer something free to make people um, slow down, um, be creative, have an activity for their kids to do since everyone was sort of home and looking for things after school weekends on all the rainy weekends we've had here in the Northeast. So the idea of our program is that we, I was really looking at how the earth through all of this was seeming to heal, right? There were stories about the waters in Italy being blue. Um, you could see Mount Everest from the plane, but not just on the plane, but you could see from the ground in India, um, Antarctica, the ozone layer is shrinking. There's just all these amazing, incredible things happening as our earth is quieted. So it made me want to bring more attention to Mother Earth and Earth Day was coming. So we thought what a fun day to launch this. So we work with an artist who developed templates for us or like coloring book pages of really cute earth oriented art and you can go to our website at colorhour.world and you can download as many copies of these cute earths as you want to color but we also wanted to do make it a fundraiser and do some good in the world so we're offering that if somebody wants to after they've completed their art be a part of our movement and fundraiser that therefore they could um, upload their art for $22 and 70% of that is getting donated to No Kid Hungry. And as a thank you, we're creating a virtual tile wall because we can't gather in a place to build a tile wall for all to see, but we can create one that lives in space. Very, so very That's cool. what we're doing. So thank let's you talk a little bit about um no kid hungry i mean it sounds pretty mm -hmm. self-explanatory but, yeah, but sure i'm happy but let's to just talk a little bit about so, it sure so no kid hungry has been in existence and they're a sizable nonprofit. we chose them because artware is a national company we work with have been working with schools and nonprofits all around the globe the globe but also a lot mostly in the united states and we felt that it was important to partner up with somebody who has representation in every state. So um, some people have said, oh, but it's not a grassroots organization. But for me, it was important that they have the reach. And what No Kid Hungry is doing is they are helping to supplement and get the food to the kids all around our country that were relying on that 
one meal a day that they get in school for free, that's their nourishment, they're making sure these kids are fed. And this is something else that for me, um, there were so many things pre-pandemic that existed, right, that weren't good, that just came to the surface more heightened for all to see. And I don't think that our children um, in our communities here in the Northeast and where like your kids grew up and my kids grew up and our surrounding area, I don't think people realize how many children in the United States go hungry every day. Right. So for us, it was a great way to have, not while this art is being made, it's about being creative and being compassionate and being able to have a time to sit with your family and have conversations about how we can help others. So it kind of all sort of created a nice neat circle for us. Definitely. Well, I know that we downloaded the art and colored here. And before we started um, the show, I was telling you how many computer problems I've had in the last week. So we haven't uploaded right, art right. yet. But, <laughs> um, I but still we look forward I, to adding it to our site. Yeah, I, to... I, I don't think I've connected the scanner and the computer yet. So I'll have you to could do, do it with your cell phone. We've made it easy. There, you can actually um, scan, but a lot of people don't have scanners. So we, um, there's easy instructions on our site for taking a picture with your cell phone. And then you could just upload it right from your cell phone. Oh, that's great. So um, the website is colorour.world. Dot world. Dot right. world. Exactly. So um, people can find the templates there um, if they're interested in coloring. We had a great time um, just sitting together and coloring and seeing what each other came up with. Um, right, it's great. And, and I bet you had some nice conversation too, correct? Definitely. Well, and yeah, I'm, uh, my, while you're my making kids art, are, you get to color. Definitely. And we don't really color very often anymore. Mm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, and coloring is one of those things that you can still like you know, when you're old or young or it's just a fun thing to reconnect with. So sitting around the kitchen table, coloring and talking about what we were coloring and stuff was, was a nice family gathering. That's great. That's great to hear. You know, we, um, it's also why in our team building, when I usually start to kind of break the ice, I'll ask everybody, so who made art almost every day in school or, you know, who used to color, who used to, you know, be creative and pretty much everyone raises their hand. And then you ask, well, who has a creative outlet now? You know, who makes art, who still colors? And, you know, maybe it's one in eight or nine that raise their hand. And by the end of our sessions, you know, there have, we have men and women alike coming up to us saying, oh my God, like I forgot how much fun it is <laughs> to, to, to pick up a crayon or a marker or do a cutout or just be creative. We can do this. And when you work together in a group, it takes the onus off your one piece being like so amazing because your piece is going to be part of a whole. So it's creating this communal piece of art, which everyone helps rise each other up, which is a beautiful thing as well. Definitely. And I was on the website and you have a gallery there and it is really right. cool to kind of scroll through the gallery and see the different ways that people have colored the, you know, maybe the same template that you pick or I pick, but it looks totally different from what I did with the template. 
So even though we're all coloring on the same template or there's, and there's several different to choose from, um, they each come out different and Absol unique. And that's absolutely, cool. absolutely. And they really do when you see them on the gallery and that right now, what we have is what we're calling the globe gallery. But as we get more and more submissions, we're, we're working on literally like creating more of a tile wall look. So it'll be even more majestic. Um, so we're pretty excited about that. And the other thing I wanted to mention is if anyone's listening and this sounds interesting, we did this as um, sort of a proof of concept. You know, we wanted to create something to heal, to help, to be a part of the community, to have conversation with. But what's really exciting is in the future, we can customize this for nonprofits and other organizations that want to host their own fundraiser or their own, um, you know, maybe Globes isn't um, relevant for their group, but we could do different art templates. We can make this um, totally personalized and customized for their needs as a fundraiser to help them now that they cannot gather their groups in person, but can gather their donors and community virtually. Well, that, that is really cool. I'm just like thinking of all the different possibilities that you have with that. I know that one thing that you were talking about um, earlier, maybe before we started the recording, maybe in the intro, <laughs> was gathering people via Zoom meetings or virtually. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And um, I know that my family, our extended family gathers every couple of weeks on, we use Zoom, but on whatever platform you choose. And we have, the whole screen is just filled with people. There's probably 20 of us there. That, oh, that's beautiful. That all talk. And so this is something that a family could do or a group could do virtually gathered together, talking while they're coloring, showing each other what they're doing. Have you had groups that have done that or is that part of the we vision? We have groups that are, yeah, yeah, that's absolutely part of the vision. And um, I actually had two conversations today with teams. So as I was um, saying to you, and maybe it was earlier, we do a lot of team building. And so now um, we're actually going to launch a campaign soon that says like, are your Zoom meetings stale? So there is no reason, like, so because everyone's having their group meetings, um, what I have found when people are drawing, when we do our team building, it's kind of like doodling. Um, and it becomes like this hyper-focusing. Yeah. So it's really easy to kind of color and have a conversation at the same time. So for, for corporations, companies, nonprofits, or families, we are going to start presenting it in a way as to do this together as a way to kind of stay in the room. You know, there's all these interesting memes and people talking about how, like, you know, they're on a Zoom meeting, but they're like checking their emails, you know, or eating or, you know, sort of doing different things, right? Checking their phone instead of staying present in the room. And coloring allows you to stay present. So um, we're seeing that there's a real interest now for um, team meetings, bigger gatherings, a, a youth group. It, it, it is endless. I, I try to stay focused because I can go crazy thinking of all the <laughs> possibilities. How about all the grandparents and grandchildren that can't visit together, but they want to do something, not just talk, because kids aren't going to just talk when you ask them questions and you're staring each other face to face, right. which reminds me of a, one of our su 
the stories I keep telling is, don't moms always say that they have the most successful conversations with their kids in the car? Yeah. Because you're not looking right at each other. <laughs> so, and you're trapped so if in you that could car engage, <laughs> Right. So we might not be trapped, but if grandma and the grandchild were sitting there and coloring and they're not necessarily looking at each other, but they're there next to each other, you might get a little more of a long winded answer than yes or no from your grandchildren. <laughs> so, yeah. I love it because. I know that we found on our family gatherings, and I need to schedule another one probably, but um, there comes a point where like the conversation becomes a little awkward or right. it's like, okay, now what are we going to talk about? And, um, you know, there's like, like an uncomfortable silence after a while. <laughs> like we need to end so it, what but I nobody knows how to end it. And, you know, or something. Right something different so here's an idea so along with making art have a curated conversation going on and one person probably be you can facilitate but you can ask meaningful questions of the group because it's a great way to get to know each other a little bit more like it might be something as simple as what's the favorite where's the favorite place you've traveled or what's on your bucket list where do you want to go if you can invite yeah. one famous person to dinner you know who would that be there's just things that like then it's also you know it just keeps you going and then if you're coloring at the same time it really will keep everybody together yep definitely well on our last call we had my daughter just returned from ecuador kind of at the beginning of um all the stay-at-home orders so she did wow. a a PowerPoint presentation for everybody about her seven months in Ecuador. And um, at the end of the call, people were like, okay, who's going to do the presentation next time? <laughs> <laughs> so there's pressure for other, other people to come up with a topic, but, um, but I think you that so you'll come up with an activity. <laughs> yeah. So the coloring could be a lot of fun also for people. And Absolutely. I just, I love that it's going to um, no kids hungry because um, I think you're right that we don't recognize the number of kids that are hungry in our own country and in our own neighborhoods. Yep. Um, you know, I think that it can be an unseen need that kids have or families have. And um, it's great that you're working with an organization that's helping to fill that need for people during this time because we certainly know that a lot of families are struggling now. Absolutely. It, it, it is, and it's staggering. And here, we're, like where you are in New Jersey, right? You have some of the wealthiest of the wealthy people and communities in Jersey that are like, you know, unscathed through this all. And you could be three, four miles down the road and the homeless population is growing and yeah. the food bank lines are growing. It's, it is really daunting. Definitely. So how long is this project um, with No Kid Hungry, is that staying the focus of this project or will that change at some point? Well, well, it's a good question. We'll, we'll answer the need as that goes. I think for artware, we'll keep it as it is for now. We're, we're so much not in the business as creating the fundraiser as in helping people who need to fundraise for their own initiatives to build this platform for them. So I, I believe that things, I believe that hunger is going to be on the rise 
for a yes. while, you know, as, as we go through this um, pandemic. And so I feel like the need is there. So we're committed. I'm pretty sure it'll be a 2020 initiative. We'll see how it goes. And hopefully there's not another, you know, um, what do you call it? Huge disaster that might need some help, you know, down the road, but we're here to stay with this. Um, there is, I will say not, I mean, if anyone's listening, the end of April, is um, actually it's only two days away. PepsiCo has been matching No Kid Hungry um, donations um, up to a million dollars. So our donations are getting a double impact, which is really amazing. And maybe other companies will come forward and do the same down the road, but that will be there for, for a while to come. That's incredible. So for people that are interested, they can go to colorr.world to find the templates and then to upload their colored world project um, right there and become part of the gallery and it's $22 to upload and 70% of that is going to No Kid Hungry. Exactly. Now if people wanted to get in touch with you about um, working with their nonprofit, how would they do that? Um, there's um, the easiest way would be to either go on our website and to the contact us or it's info at colorhour.world is probably the easiest thing to um, email us. Info, okay. yeah, dot, info so at color.hour.world. So the website link and the email address will be in the show notes that people can just scroll down and grab those. Beautiful. And um, I encourage everyone to participate and become part of this colorful movement and um inspiring movement and i thank you for being here on the show and sharing it with all the listeners that we have well donna i so appreciate that you reached out when you saw this and that you've colored and i'm going to hold you to getting your globe on our gallery but um i really 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 thank you so much for giving me the opportunity to share this with everybody and i do hope that everybody stays healthy and safe out Def there and definitely and pull out some crayons or markers or colored pencil or paint and make some art that you can sit around the table and do with your friend your family probably or connect via an online platform and um, connect with friends or family and do some art together virtually as well so that thank you great Thank you, Diana. Thanks for listening to Visionary Womenpreneurs Radio, and I look forward to seeing you on our next show. Make it a great day, and thanks for being part of Changing the World. Thanks for joining me today at Visionary Womenpreneurs Radio. I hope it was helpful to you in your journey as a Visionary Womanpreneur. And I hope that you'll join our community on Facebook, Visionary Womanpreneurs, and join the conversation. I look forward to seeing you on our next show. Make it a great day. <music>